In the Christian faith, we often refer to God as Father. That can be a beautiful thing, but in instances where our own relationships with our fathers are broken, it can also be complicated. In this episode, I'd like to talk a little bit about that. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here. Thank you for taking a little time to be with me today as always. Uh, we're publishing this episode on Saturday, June 19th, so the day right before Father's Day. And that, of course, means that I've got Father's Day on my mind, and I thought I would reflect a little bit on it today. Um, I hope and pray that all of you have a chance to celebrate uh, your fathers um, or to remember them. And of course, I hope and pray that your relationship with your father was or continues to be something that is beautiful and meaningful and good. That said, uh, I am aware that not all relationships with fathers are necessarily good ones. And that, uh, for those of us who are Christians, uh, complicates things a bit for us as we reflect on the God we worship because we do, as Christians, use the language of Father for God, probably most famously um, in the Lord's Prayer, Our Father who art in heaven. And Jesus, of course, himself called um, his Father, Father, Abba, which is sort of a tender, very intimate way of saying Daddy in uh, Aramaic or Hebrew. And so to the degree that our relationships with our fathers maybe are imperfect or broken or dysfunctional, and of course all of our relationships in this life are, uh, I thought I would uh, just reflect on that a bit uh, to maybe move us beyond that, uh, to have a different kind of understanding of the God we worship. And the person I immediately thought of as I was reflecting on this topic was uh, someone I've mentioned many times. He's a favorite author of mine. His name is Frederick Beekner. Um, uh, he's written all kinds of books, among them these little um, anthologies or ABC books, Whistling in the Dark and Wishful Thinking. There's a third book, Peculiar Treasures, I do not have here with me right now, but that is also part of that. Um, but he also wrote three books that are a memoir. Uh, the three are in, in order are The Sacred Journey, uh, a memoir of early days, um, Now and Then, a memoir of vocation, which is sort of when he be, ends up becoming a, a pastor and, and writer. And then the third one, from a vantage point of a slightly older Frederick Beekner called Telling Secrets, which is simply called a memoir. Now, why, Tim, you would say, why do you think of Frederick Beekner as it relates to fathers? And I think of Frederick Beekner as it relates to fathers, and I believe, by the way, the Sacred Journey book here, uh, you won't be able to see it very well, but it has an image of a very little child, Frederick Beekner, with his father, um, who uh, tragically uh, took his own life. Frederick Beekner's father took his own life when Frederick Beekner was 10 years old and his younger brother was eight years old. And so it will not surprise you that particularly in these autobiographical books, Beekner comes back to that again and again. And in much of his other writing, he addresses it either explicitly or um, obliquely. Um, and he comes to recognize uh, in his much older years the way that that uh, terrible, tragic, awful event 
uh, shaped and formed everything about him and who he is, the way it shaped his family, the fact that they tried to keep it a secret from other people, um, and eventually how he came to some resolution about it. So I, I can't share all of that writing, of course, with you in this brief space, but what I, I did want to share is a short passage from the third of those memoirs. Again, this is called Telling Secrets. Uh, so this is, again, Frederick Beekner is a bit of an older man trying to have a bit of the long view of his life and reflect now and maybe to um, integrate, I guess would be the word, that awful, terrible event into understanding who he is and not only in bad ways, but also the ways that it was a blessing ultimately. Um, so I'll pick it up here. Uh, and again, his father took his own life. I don't know all the particulars about it, uh, but uh, it was certainly not something that Beekner was responsible for. But here in this place, he, he begins this passage by saying, we cannot undo our old mistakes or their consequences any more than we can erase old wounds that we have both suffered and inflicted. But through the power that memory gives us of thinking, feeling, imagining our way back through time, we can at long last finally finish with the past in the sense of removing its power to hurt us and other people and to stunt our growth as human beings. And then he goes on to say this, the sad things that happened long ago will always remain part of who we are, just as the glad and gracious things will too. But instead of being a burden of guilt, recrimination, and regret that make us constantly stumble as we go, even the saddest things can become, once we have made peace with them, a source of wisdom and strength for the journey that still lies ahead. It is through memory that we are able to reclaim much of our lives that we have long since written off by finding that in everything that has happened to us over the years, God was offering us possibilities of new life and healing, which, though we may have missed them at the time, we can still choose and be brought to life by and healed by all these years later. Another way of saying it, he says, is that perhaps memory makes it possible for us both to bless the past, even those parts of it that we have always felt cursed by, and also to be blessed by it. Um, I would commend Beekner's writing, all of his writing, to you if you're interested in uh, reading more about it. I will end by just pointing out uh, an interesting uh, fact about a couple of the dedications that Beekner made uh, for books that were written, what, 16 years apart. One of them is called Godric. This is related to his father again, so Godric, a novel. Um, and this book is dedicated, and the dedication is in Latin. Uh, Beekner talks about that in another place, but it's dedicated in memory of my father. Uh, the fact that he writes it in Latin is maybe a way of him distancing himself again from that event because he'd not fully come to grips with it. So that's interesting. In memory of my father is this book. And then another book, which comes up, it's published 16 years later in 1996, The Longing for Home. He writes, or he dedicates rather, not to his father, but to his grandsons, which strikes me as a way of saying he is able, Frederick Beekner is able to turn from a difficult and challenging and painful past to a hope-filled future. And that's my prayer for all of us as well. 
on this Father's Day. So happy Father's Day. Thanks as always for being with me. Be well, stay in touch, and God bless. Mm-hmm.